Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Yeah, so we are late. Let's just go ahead and acknowledge that right off the bat, because, of course, this is the holidays. And uh, we... <laughs> Uh, yeah, with with the flash coming out on a Tuesday and us normally recording on Wednesday, but then Thanksgiving being Thursday, it just wasn't in the cards this week. So, uh, yeah, but we still want to make sure we we, uh, we got this episode out because, man, oh, man, do we have an episode of the flash to talk about. But before we do, Bell, did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I think I gained like 12, 13 <laughs> tons. Yeah, yeah, I I uh, we, we still have leftovers working on. I actually got enough ingredients to make a second batch of cornbread dressing, uh, which I'm going to make this week. Ooh, OK, because I, I love I love cornbread dressing. Oh, cornbread dressing is the best. Yeah. You know, we always make the jokes and the memes every single year. But I got to tell you, I live I legitimately left or arrived at the house and visited family, ate the food and came back having to wear a different set of jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not not too proud to admit it. Maybe I should be, but but I'm not because that's what happened. Yeah, but it was I, good. I, I, I certainly had my pants unbuttoned most of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, it was absolutely a, a wonderful uh, wonderful Thanksgiving. Great to see uh, family and friends, and uh, yeah, enjoy some really delicious food back in the hometown. Man, I got to see. Uh, uh, well, you know what? Actually, I didn't get to see practically anybody. I was incognito the entire time, man. I didn't <laughs> did not want to be recognized. That's 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 good. Incognito. It's nice with the masks. Like, that's the thing. You and I in our hometown, we never got the benefit of living there while also being able to cover your face. Incognito, uh, your hat. Come on. Everybody knows that hat. No, that's the thing. I got a haircut beforehand and then I didn't wear my hat and I wore a mask. It was great. No one recognized me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You, you could like rob a bank and they would be clueless. <laughs> Who's Bell? Bell? Who says I didn't? All right. Oh. Let's jump into this week's episode. Uh, let's do it. Let's jump into the rundown. The rundown. Episode two of season eight Armageddon or two. Armageddon. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, directed. I didn't do that this week or last week. Sorry, but no, I, I no, it made it better because you didn't. But directed by <laughs> Manaj, Manaj Huda and story by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, Despero informs Barry that he will lose himself to madness. The next day, Barry investigates an insane security guard, but Kramer forces him to turn in his badge due to a federal investigation suggesting that he was a CCPD mole for Joseph Carver. Uh, later, Star Labs is raided and shut down after a radiation spike, so Barry has Gideon erase everything, including herself, <gasps> while Chester and Allegra move their tech. Meanwhile, Alex Danvers helps Team Flash research Despero's home planet of Kalinor and his power source, the Flame of Pytar. Allegra learns that Frost asked Chester to build a weapon to harm Despero, despite his pacifism. Later, Barry goes after psychic meta-criminal Zotar, but she causes him to go insane and attack Team Flash, though he is able to place the power-dampening cuffs on her during a jewelry heist. Barry suggests they celebrate with Joe West, but Team Flash informs him that he died six months prior. News footage shows Barry attacking residents of Central City after Zotar had been depowered, but Barry does not remember this or Joe's death. Despero arrives to kill Barry, but Team Flash allows him to escape to the Hall of Justice, where he meets with Jefferson Pierce and asks him for help. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Um, Bell, the Flash. Good, though? <laughs> like okay, okay, okay. Dude, I, I like this week's speculation is going to be 
intense. I know. Can we jump? Like, like uh, let's just let's just let's just run let's run through the episode really quick. Okay, okay. Um, uh, uh, Chester's a pacifist, but he had to make a weapon. Um, that's something that uh, is a is a tough tough little side story for him. Um, nice that his friend Allegra was there. What do you think about their relationship? Are they uh, they're, they're just friends, right? They play D and D. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, in order to play D and D with a person, I mean, you, that, that's that's more than friendship. There, you don't you don't know you you do not truly know someone until you play them <laughs> until, until you have rolled a character with them. <laughs> All right, fair enough. No, but you remember they were like hinting at the end of last season that there was going to be potentially some sort of romantic entanglement there. I, I I get the sense that maybe they're not going that route, and I applaud them for not going that route if that's the case. However, if they do go that route because let's be honest this is a cw show sure fine that's cool too but regardless um yeah uh, nice that she's looking out for him nice that we kind of get a nice refresher and a reminder that yes uh chester is in fact a pacifist this has been addressed and you know what let's slow it down because there actually is a legitimate question here that, that is worth pondering bell can a pacifist be a support on a heroic team that has you know the killers of the frosts and the flash with the punches and whatnot um um in a cw show yes um, well no but i mean like seriously like is that you know uh at what point you may not have built the gun but if you're facilitating the fight are you not still in the fight yeah i don't know um i would need to read the works of gandhi i think a little bit better and i'm not saying that like ironically or sarcastically because i mean you know he he did participate or participate in like you know nonviolent pacifist resistance against the british occupation in india and i don't know what his stance was on people who were um um like like straight up legitimately fighting british people mm. british forces and stuff like that so i i don't know his take on it um i don't know if it was if if, if his pacifism is like a personal pacifism and um you know he would stay within that bounds for himself, but not apply that to other people. And, and perhaps that's, you know, what Chester is doing here. Cause he, you know, he, he will not, he will not bear arms against another person, right. Or build another Marvin Martian ray gun and burn his friend's house down. Um, but he will use his abilities to um, nonviolently assist the team. And so like, if Barry does something violent, like, you know, hit a speedster or like electrify one, while he's floating in the air, um, Chester didn't do that, um, and 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 so I I don't know like that's that's a really interesting question and and uh, I don't know enough about like pacifism and historical instances of pacifists where there were other non um, pacifistic you know means of oppression or not oppression but uh, uh, fighting oppression and stuff like that. I, <laughs> what is pacifist? Of, hang on, pacifist oppression. What does that look like? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Pacifist fighting oppression, right? Okay. I, I, I just I don't I don't know enough about it. Like that's all I'm going to say. I don't know enough about it, but uh, you know, it works in the context of the show. I think he's using his powers to protect Barry uh, uh, defensively and not offensively. And so, uh, sure, whatever, it works. I guess maybe. Well, I like that we got a little bit more of an exploration as to where he's coming from, and I also really you know appreciate the fact that it creates a unique challenge to the team as a whole, or at least like a wrinkle they have to work around. Um, you know. It, like it got to a place where, you know, Cisco could kind of super science his way through anything and kind yeah. of create anything. But if we have kind of the idea of like, you know, the new Cisco through Chester is someone who can create most anything, you know, can super science his way to or through anything, but at the same time has some, you know, personal restrictions. I think that could potentially yield some really interesting situations. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of here for this situation. Absolutely. Like, that's all I was thinking the whole time is like, you know, Cisco would have already had a weapon built and would have already shot Despero with it. 
<laughs> and so that's and that's that's cool, right? Because putting limitations on your characters makes for more interesting stories, right? So like Chester being a pacifist and him having to find interesting ways to um not necessarily work around it, but work with it in order to assist the team, I think it's going to make for some some cool story choices and stuff like that. So yeah, I I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it all um all comes into play here. I I'm uh, you know, so Allegra, you know, the the other factor too is I think it is interesting that we have kind of these two characters that are, you know, obviously building some kind of relationship, whether it's friendship or romantic. Uh, you know, they are kind of being paired together in some some capacity. One being more of a pacifist and kind of using technology to facilitate the team and then also to protect his friends. The other, very much a power set that is uh, very aggressive and very much a um, uh, an offensive, let's say, <laughs> power set. We never got a chance to see her use it. We only got a description of her blasting Barry. It did make me wonder, how long do you think it'll be until Allegra gets her own super suit? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, because there's there's this there's this story thread going on with her being, uh, you know, an important piece of, of of Central City citizen, right? And then there's this also this piece of her being like a blaster on the team. Uh, so, like, that's what I'm wondering is like if if they're going to give her a suit, I, I figure they're she's going to go full, you know, blaster on the team and, and drop out of, of of team citizen, right? So like, nah, 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 nah. See, see, I disagree with some of the the framework that you're arguing here because this episode in particular, and I think last episode as well, is doing a very, very good job of communicating that you can be on Team Flash and have a job and show up for your job and be fired from your job. That, that also was shown this episode, but regardless, <laughs> like there's no team citizen, team flash, like team flash is team flash. And, and there are some people that work for the citizen that are on team flash. Like, you know, uh, Iris was referred to as a member of the team. Like, so just because she's, you know, running the citizen doesn't mean that she's not on team flash. And the same thing is true of Allegra. She's, she's pulling double duty. And I think that's perfectly fine, but you know, and I do appreciate the take that the series has had where it's like, look, just because you're a meta doesn't mean that you're a superhero or a supervillain. You could just be, you know, an average Joe foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do think it with two characters in particular being uh, Allegra and Cecile, we're getting to a place where they kind of need to get ready to suit up. In fact, this episode in particular, I was really feeling like, you know, you're dealing with a psychic villain. Can, can, can we get Cecile a super suit? Yeah. Like, you know, what would, what would her, what would her superhero name be like? public defender I, well i think I, I still go back to the i think the idea or the concept that was at least teased of cecile as the new psycho pirate um is fascinating <laughs> like yeah I, I don't know that they would go because that's you know a well-established character i don't know if they'd be you know uh, so brazen as to do that but i think if they did that would be incredible and it would be a really really interesting way to explore and expand the lore of psycho pirate uh but you know it doesn't have to be psycho pirate it could be something else yeah you know I mean, yeah something i don't know all, all i'm saying is is that you have two story threads for allegra right you have the, the central city citizen one and you have her you know meta uh meta blaster on team flash and so like you know are you going to dedicate uh, like which one which one of the writers going to build up like that, that that's kind of that's my only argument i'm not saying you can't be one or like you have to be one or the other i'm saying like from a story standpoint you know, she's a side character. Like, what are they going to develop? Are they going to develop her as as a blaster on Team Flash? Are they going to develop her as, you know, uh, um, a powerful entity within uh, Central City Citizen? Like, 
that's 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 the conundrum that I see there. I'm not, you know, no, but she could do both. And I mean, like, this is the thing, right? Like, what has been one of the biggest? And I mean, there's been several, but over the course of the series, what has been one of the biggest desires from fans since the first episode of this series to see from Barry Allen? Um, more detective Barry. More detective Barry. See him at the job doing the doing the work, right? He was he was there today. He punched the clock. He got fired. Okay. <laughs> Minor, minor setback, but the point is he's suspended. Okay, he's just suspended indefinitely. He's I don't think he's technically fired. Okay, no, but I, I like the fact that these characters can also like it. it you know, there, there's an argument to be made that when it's totally just the superhero stuff, it kind of becomes a little uh, I, I don't know, boring's the wrong term. But there needs to be a human element. We need to see them interacting with the rest of the world outside of Star Labs, which, oh, my gosh, we lost Star Labs this episode. Bell, there was so much that happened this episode. Yeah, like a lot. And yeah, like it was it was crazy. You know, I mean, Gideon's gone. Star Labs is gone. Um, Joe is gone. Spoilers. Spoilers. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. All right. So Star Labs. Star Labs. Yeah. All right. So. Great concept, getting him kicked out of Star Labs. I get, I get, we're kind of deconstructing Team Flash through this, and I think that's awesome. I think we just, we just talked about how he's all leveled up. Everybody's on another level, but now we're gonna break them all down. We're gonna get them back to, uh, you know, they, they got to grind their alts now. They got to, they got to start from the, from the, you know, from the beginning, right? <laughs> and I think it's great. I have to admit, man, there were two times in this episode I actually surprisingly, well, one, one time not surprisingly, but this time very surprisingly got choked up. And that is when I think it was Caitlin that said this was our home. And when she said that, I started, I started crying, man. <laughs> like, yeah, when she was like, I've up. spent, I, I, I've, I've spent more time in Star Labs than I have anywhere else I've lived in the city. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you're not wrong there, Caitlin. That's crazy. She certainly wasn't spending too much time in all these other episodes over the years. But regardless, man, she was in, <laughs> she was in Star Labs. I, I that that moment where she said that though that was powerful to me and I think that like I don't know we you and I we've we've been doing this podcast for for the entire run runtime of the series and Star Labs has kind of been a little bit like a, of a of a mental home right like it, it has been like a space that we are very familiar with through all the good it's through open all the to bad everyone yeah <laughs> literally literally <laughs> villains <laughs> good guys uh, the, the 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 city inspectors you know. Uh, what is it? What is it? When you're here, your family. What's that? That's the Olive Garden. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Star Labs in the Olive Garden. You just walk through the door. When you're here, your family. Barry's gonna give you extra breadsticks. But you know, um, this never would have happened. They never would have lost Star Labs because uh, they never would have detected the radiation leak if they had fixed the freaking roof. Well, there it is. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> the funny thing is, they were like, "All right, we're gonna cover this in a cement box." And I was like, "Well, I mean, you could just plug the holes." <laughs> <laughs> It's just like I, you know, I, I never realized there's a, you know, a nuclear power plant uh, at the bottom of Star Labs. I that seemed kind of weird to me that, you know, it, it seemed way just kind of out of the blue where, OK, like nothing is adding up here. That's all I'm saying. Like nothing is adding up. And we'll get to that. I'm sure. Right, we, right, know. right, right. Uh, OK, so I'm not surprised to hear that there's any kind of nuclear. They had a the, yeah, they had the, the collider thing underneath the ground. A particle accelerator, you know. Um, I mean, it uses energy, but like, I, I guess you, I'm, what I'm saying is you don't have to have like a nuclear power. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe when they were building it, they're like, we need more power than the grid can supply us. So we'll just build our own nuclear power plant at the bottom. Okay. Bill, I don't know how science works. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> explained it to you, <laughs> but if there's a radiation leak that was that bad, um, 
like it had to have happened very recently otherwise you know they would all be vomiting and like you know uh, having burns and stuff everywhere like it's it, it nothing's adding up that's all i'm saying all right all right all right all right i i i i, I feel the desire to jump to the speculation i i do i do but i want to i want to live here for a little bit longer okay yes, yes because when they were clearing out star labs um you know they did a um effective job the mainframe wiped out gideon destroyed this episode uh you know wiping out all of the you know they 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 converted rooms into holographic rooms and everything and cleared out their offices there was one analog issue that i saw that was not appropriately dealt with um the fact that they didn't like seal one of the rooms and just put a, a holographic wall in front of it well i mean okay that that because I, <laughs> I mean like because you, you imagine just running your hand down the wall you know you're just kind of like you know feeling it or whatever and all of a sudden your hand just goes through and you fall into the 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 <laughs> you, know, you fall into a hidden a hidden room that's not supposed to be there yeah the future room all of a sudden is like wow yeah. what, what where this was else now you <laughs> It's it's uh, it's 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 sci-fi hard uh, hard light tech, yeah, hard light tech. That that would make sense. They've dealt with villains with hard light before. I think they could do that. Yeah, it's just the other ones. They actually they showed a door going across it, and then the hologram popping up. So I mean, that just seemed like a like a like a hole to me. It's a lot of it's a lot of layers. It's got a lot of layers. No, that's not the problem, man. That's not besides that's not an analog issue. The analog issue is when Chester's cleaning out his office, he literally leaves on his like dashboard. Or on his, uh, you know, the glass thing where they write all their secret plans. It says nuclear gun, like yeah. right there. <laughs> his radiation gun, yeah, yeah, radiation gun, whatever it was. It was like right there in big letters, and I'm like, okay, you're gonna erase that, right? Okay, you're gonna erase that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, do they not hide his hide his lab with the the hard light constructs? Maybe they did. I guess he was just getting supplies so that he would have them at the garage and wasn't trying to like just cover his tracks. So well, he got those... Cisco's little jump drive, so that's good. Yeah. That is good. Uh, it's a Cisco Cisco jump drive. You got to do it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I just I wanted to make mention of that because I did think that was kind of like you're not going to erase that. Seems like that's not something you would want people to walk in and see written on your board. Like radiation. <laughs> so why is this guy okay? There's a massive radiation leak here, and somebody's building right. a radiation gun. Hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. And call it the mayor. Be like, yo, uh, can you pull up some more charges on Barry? Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, all right. Speaking, of, you know, I, I know I mentioned it already about you know Barry losing the job and everything, and and being on the job. Uh, once again, Kramer shows up. Uh, I do. I really like her as his new boss. I, I like I like that dynamic um, because it kind of provides both a helpful and can also be a hostile relationship. Whereas Joe could never not be helpful. Plus, Joe was totally in on it, and so there was always I don't know that I feel like that's probably why they didn't go back to that well very often. Is because since Joe is working with Barry and already knows everything, uh, he couldn't really be too much of a of a foil for him in the real world. You had Singh, but even then, there's kind of a degree of separation with Joe being between Singh and Barry. So yeah, I really like this kind of direct relationship between him and Kramer, and I really, you know, I, I, I for someone who is kind of like, where on earth is this character coming from, and why on earth are we dealing with this character? I love where she's been able to fall into the series. And so um, I just want to say, as someone who was a Kramer naysayer, I, I like where she ended up. Yeah, yeah. I really like that bit where she was like, you know, um, uh, I, I learned from Joe to, to, you know, what did she say exactly? Um, yeah, keep an open mind, I believe. Yeah, keep an said. open mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, but like, look, my hands are tied right now. So I'm not, you know, 
I, 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 I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt until this is cleared up and whatever, but like, sorry, I still got to, you know, take your badge and your, well, not your gun because Barry doesn't have a gun, but, uh, <laughs> but you know what that means, right? If, if when, when the, when the, uh, when your boss takes your badge and your gun, that just means the case is about to get more interesting and you're about to like, you know, go rogue and do stuff like that. So that's right. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, Barry never goes rogue by the way, speaking of rogues, <laughs> When they're like, oh, we got to check underneath the uh, underneath Star Labs. I'm like, oh, y'all got anybody down there? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to find just a skeleton in one of the pipeline pods. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we had a crisis that probably cleared all that out because otherwise there's, there's probably like a rogue or two down there still. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. All right. I think um, uh, any any other major plot points? Uh, uh, Iris doing the journalist uh, thing. We got, of course, the villain um, this week taking control of his mind. Of course, that's going to play into a lot of what we're about to talk about. Um, Anything else before we get to the, the, the stuff we want to talk about? Yeah, Zotar. Um, I like. Okay, so I'm, I'm mad at myself. I don't. I don't think I mentioned this last episode, but like, it just seemed like they were tiptoeing around the fact that Joe was dead. And I wanted to mention something. I wanted to be like, why does why does why is everybody acting like Joe's dead? I mean, granted, we hadn't seen him. You know, last episode we didn't see him then, but it just seemed it seemed weird. And I I feel bad for not bringing it up last episode, but like. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. Okay, we're just um, gonna go ahead and do this because yeah, that is going it. to bring us into speedster speculation. All right, this is a very early speedster speculation, but after this episode, how can you not? Because like the whole thing, all right, Bell is Joe dead? I don't think so. I think he might be. Really? Yes, I do. All right, so here's the thing. Like you were just talking about this, like, like, you know, last episode, there's a little weird. And then this episode, it's a little weird. And there's kind of like, oh, there's something going on, but they're not quite telling us what it is. And then the revelation that Joe's dead. Well, so I think it's actually brilliant because everything has been, you know, with the last, what, two seasons, Joe hasn't been around as much. And so we're kind of used to episodes where Joe's not around. And so the, the shock that Barry experiences is also shocking for us as an audience. And I think a really, I mean, incredible way, I would say a really incredible way, but I can also understand the argument that a very disrespectful way to kill a character, right? Like yeah. they used his absence almost, they almost weaponized his absence over the last couple of seasons to make this even more of a shocking moment. What are your thoughts? Well, and he's such an integral character. Like I, I, I would figure they would, like if they're going to give him a send off, it'd be like either a heroic death um, or, you know, some other kind of send off where he, you know, we, we, we get those emotional heartstrings tugged at, like we did for Cisco, like we did for, uh, for, for Wells, you know, stuff like that. Like, but we, we didn't get any of that. And so I don't know, like I, I, I have, I have a theory on all of this. Um, if, if you'll allow me. Okay. Go for it. All right. So, uh, we all know Despero has psychic powers, right? Yes. Like that, we have like 30 different characters in this episode that have psychic powers. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think this is all Despero. I think everything that Despero has told us is um, is maybe not an outright lie, but it's not the truth. Um, I think he is. Uh, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting like Batman Nightfall vibes here, hmm. yeah. where he um, like like Despero uh, is is trying to you know conquer the planet, right? But he's got the Flash to contend with. He's got the other heroes on the Earth, right? And so what he's trying to do 
is, um, uh, you know, he comes here as this like, you know, herald of like goodwill. Like I'm here to stop the flash from destroying everything. Um, the flash is going to go crazy. And like, he's, he's building up all this evidence to like point towards what he's saying is true, but I don't think any of it's true. I think it's, I think it's wrong. I think what he's doing is he's manipulating everybody. Um, and I don't think Joe's dead. I think he's convinced like through, through, telepathy or whatever he's convinced everybody that joe's dead he's um like set up uh scenarios you know in everybody's head where joe has died and then um he's made up this story about barry going crazy and he's slowly driving him crazy by making everyone else think he's crazy and he's the only one who's not crazy right so it's 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 kind of like this um so despero makes everybody think barry or thinks uh 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 barry's gonna go crazy and destroy the city um, he's like, no, I'm not. And everybody's like, yeah, no, you're not. And then he starts doing these things that convinces everybody otherwise. So like the first one, okay, they can say, okay, well, Zotar took, took control of him and blah, 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 blah. But then, oh, Zotar got the, got the Metacuffs on there. And then he attacked the house and attacked the people. Well, what's up with that? Is he really going crazy? Now he's saying that Joe's alive when everybody knows he's dead. Okay. That's building up all this evidence, like Star Labs is being taken away. Like that was way too convenient. Um, I think, you know, that's Despero, right? Like all those things that they got blown up, they got fried, like that, that should have alerted them to those kinds of things. Like, I would assume this is Star Labs. They would have some sort of fail safe to say, hey, our radiation detector is not working. Maybe you should go check that out, Chester. I don't know. Something like that. Right. And so this is all in <sighs> the way I'm kind of interpreting it is like, you know, uh, you know, when Despero hits Barry. Yeah. And he's like, now I know how much force I need to kill you. I think he's posturing. I think oh, well, he's definitely posturing right there. Sure. Yeah. I, I think he's like, I, this guy's a lot tougher than I thought. Um, it's going to be a lot more difficult to take him down. And so I need to remove his support structure around him and weaken him in that regard. And so, you know, he's taking away star labs. He's kind of turning the team against him. Um, and he's doing all of this uh, and trying to get everybody to sort of be like, Hey, look, what I said is coming true. Y'all need to back me up on this so that, Eventually, what we're going to have here is we're going to have Team Flash, who thinks Barry's gone rogue, and Despero fighting Barry and the people in the Justice League. That he's convinced that there's something not right. Interesting theories. Um, hmm. So I definitely agree to an extent that Despero is lying. <laughs> I think that there is definitely something going on. Um, I think that the story he told, like his backstory about, you know, he was, uh, he led this rebellion and everything else. And he got the flame and yada, yada, yada. I think either it's one of two things, either that's true of the person that we're seeing and Despero is using that person as a vessel. Like this was a rebel who rose up against Despero, but Despero then took control of him and now uses him as kind of like his, you know, his kind of his puppet or his emissary or something of that nature. Um, that could be the case. I don't, I, mm, hmm. yeah, it, it just, it's, it seems to me that whatever happens. So, cause like, you know, I think Barry, Barry never mentioned anything about Joe, uh, last episode. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, you know, cause I know Chester was like, Ooh, yeah, I'm sorry. And like a couple people are like, Oh, that's gotta be hard on the seal and stuff. I don't think Barry ever mentioned anything. So how much of this do we like? I mean, okay. There, there's things we know. Okay. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's just known items about this crossover. Like we know who's going to appear in it. Right. Uh, we got Alex this episode. We got uh, black lightning at the very tail end. We know he's going to be a bigger player next week. Um, and then, you know, we also know, 
And I don't, I mean, again, I'm just talking about characters. I'm not spoiling anything because I don't know anything plot wise, but I, but we do know that Mia queen is going to be in this, in this event. Right. And so time travel is in play. We just need to, I just, I, I feel like that needs to be acknowledged. Time travel is in play. And I'm wondering, Bell, I'm wondering if, to some extent, Despero is telling the truth that all of these things have occurred, but what if it's not Barry who's doing them? Because doing bad things and framing Barry is a, like, that's textbook Eobard. And I know, yeah. oh, Bo's here to say, oh, Eobard, yada, yada. No, but like, that is like textbook Eobard. <laughs> this isn't me like looking at every single shadow that moves and saying, Eobard, oh, that's Eobard. But no, like, this is, this is like his number one move. This is his special trick. You know how Captain Marvel loves to like punch ships in half? That's Eobard to framing Barry for stuff across the timeline. <laughs> like, but okay, okay, yeah, okay. But like, my my thing is with this is is who aiming everybody to think that Joe is dead, or do you think Joe is? Dead? I think Joe is dead, man. No, I do, and I think that the send off may be Barry going back in time and having one last moment with them before it goes down. I think that's the send off. Okay. Yeah. Time travel that, that, that does throw a kink in things. I've, but- I've been making the argument for some time and you know, Papa Joe favorite character, man, he's, he's definitely up there. Like, but at the same time, you know, we've needed, we've, we've needed a smaller cast and Joe has very much kind of completed a lot of his personal arc in ways that really kind of, you know, he's ready to kind of move on. Look, and Bo, yeah, go ahead. You're not wrong. You're just an a-hole. Okay, Joe is alive. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's just it's just no, true. You know, yeah, you know, I search your feelings. Yeah. No, I know you're you're absolutely right. Like everything you said is, is is correct. It's not wrong. Um, I just I like there has to be a send-off for Joe. There has to be. And they but I'm telling you, there can be. I think it's time travel. I think the time travel is a send-off. More great TV talk up in just a few minutes, but first, we got to pay a few bills. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. So, so, so did, uh, did Despero whammy Barry to make him think that Joe's alive? Uh, no, I think we're dealing with PTSD. I think, I think, I think we're just literally dealing with kind of some mental health, uh, issues with Barry. I think that 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 tracks for a lot of the narratives they've been telling, especially kind of you know bridging from last season into this season. I also think that with um, you know with what Despero suggests is that all of you know is is that you know Barry's mind breaks, and man, you know, <laughs> losing loved ones that's kind of a mental breaking thing. Um, on top of everything else, you know. Losing Star Labs, I will admit, that was a really big one. But I'm like, he's not going to lose his mind over that. Uh, you know, when when he lost his job, like, I guess that was the first one. It was kind of like, okay, but I mean, he's not going to lose his mind over losing his job. I mean, he's, he's barely there to begin with. Like, let's just, you know, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> that's not going to be it. <laughs> but losing Joe, I, yeah, I have to, I have to admit something, man. So I was late watching this just with the holidays and everything else. And I was so mad that this got spoiled for me 
Um, cause people were making, you know, YouTube videos, just thumbnails and everything else started popping up. And, you know, I stay off of Twitter and I still get spoiled. It just, this is what it is. But yeah. So I knew that this was happening, but by the time I finally got a chance to watch the episode, I had forgotten up until it was like the last few minutes or, you know, of the episode. And I was thinking, man, you know, like, like this, I kind of, I kind of feel, you know, a little, uh, I, I feel so unsatisfied. Like, I feel as though there's something that is supposed to happen here that isn't. And then that's when I remembered like, oh, wait, oh, oh, that's, this is, everybody was saying that Joe's going to die. <gasps> And then, you know, sure enough, there it was. I yeah. think he's dead, man. I think I think they killed him. I think they killed him off screen. I think I, I think he's not dead. I think he will be dead by the end of this. Interesting. Explain. Well, I I, I still think it's something like. I don't think Despero's right. I, I like I think he's lying. I like I think he's I think he's setting stuff up to to turn people against Flash in in a um in a nightfall style you know, break him down slowly and um, uh, defeat him that way. But why? Why would he do that? If Despero is the one that's manipulating Flash to do all of these things, like what is his end game? Like what 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 is in it for him to do this? To get him out of the picture. To to do what? To conquer the earth. So hmm. but hmm. you know, I mean uh, like that's that's his shtick, isn't it? Yeah. But is Barry really Earth's defender? Like, there's an entire alien task force. Like, you know, he's more Kryptonian in strength than anybody else. Barry is kind of small potatoes. Uh, I disagree. Um, I, I look in anybody that can, like, you know, move as fast as the Flash can, um, you know, and you can yeah. do an infinite mass punch and stuff. You're, you're, and, and they also said that, um, both Martian Manhunter and Supergirl were off world. So, Right now, who who's bigger than Flash on Earth right now? No one. Mm, okay, on Earth right now, but I mean, um, okay. But so that's the thing, right? Like maybe Despero fears the team up, and so if he can get rid of Flash right now, he can you know piecemeal take apart the rest of the team so that when, um, assuming if they come back in time, like there's there's it's it's just going to be uh, Manhunter and Supergirl, like. Okay, so so let me riddle me this. Okay, uh, where does if Despero's goal is to conquer the Earth, is, isn't he kind of lacking like an army or subjects or I guess a good PowerPoint? You know, like what? what, <laughs> what uh, like why? Like like I, I get like okay. So your argument is he's going to conquer the Earth. It's a shtick. It's what you know, just like. Just like Eward likes messing, uh, likes framing Barry, and Captain Marvel likes punching spaceships. Despero likes conquering worlds. Cool, but I feel like even with the super strength, he still kind of needs like forces. He needs to occupy. You know, you can't just show up and say like, "All right, everybody, this is mine now." Well, that's the thing. It's like you know, he, maybe he thinks he's strong enough to do it. I don't know, man. I don't think that's it. Well, then what else would he be doing? He just wants to come live here. No, I think I think he. All right. This is this is the tricky part, because I don't think that we're getting a heroic Despero. That's kind of hard for me to wrap my mind around. At the same time, I do think I I do think there's a strong likelihood that a lot of what he's saying is true. It's just not Barry who's responsible. Like, I think I think Eobard, I think I think he's trying to stop Barry from something that Eobard is going to do. 
Well, so who attacked all those people in Central City? Was that Barry or was that Eobard looking like Barry? Because uh, Barry, I'm, I'm pretty sure Barry did those things. Okay, so let's let's go back to our, our villain, all right? Because I kind of I saved her thinking that she was going to come into play more in this discussion, and I guess I was a little bit wrong on that. But um, I so we get this we get this psychic villain, right? Who instantly puts a whammy on Barry, and you know when he comes to, he's fighting his friends. He like I, I, you know, fight has already gone down in his apartment. He got blasted by Allegra. You know, they, they kind of play her off as like a kind of a low time art thief, but she's she's kind of up there. And that's one thing that kind of made me mad about this episode is that like the way he, you know, flash time took care of the uh, uh, the Royal Straight gang. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, why would you sit there and give somebody who has mental powers and a, a very likely chance of whammying you the opportunity to say anything? Why wouldn't you just speed up there and then put the cuffs on her and then be done with it? Right. Well, and this and this is kind of my other fa- factor too. Is it's where was the seal in all this? Like, and I get it. Not all metas have to be heroes. Not all metas have to be villains. However, Cecile, like when when you're dealing with the psychic villains, like, well, Barry, you got somebody on your team who this is kind of her department, you know, and she's yeah. gone toe to toe with some pretty big brains, so to speak. Yeah, I don't know that that's that's where I was a little bit like when Barry went up against her again, I was kind of surprised at that. I was like, I thought we were calling Cecile in, but I also understand how that wouldn't have worked. All things considered. And 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 look, the, the reason why I'm also thinking that like Despero has some stuff behind this is because of his reaction to Cecile mm. um, and her reaction when, uh, you know, Barry was talking about jokes. She's an empath. Right. And so, like, maybe she's more susceptible to Despero's, like, psychic whamminess or something like that. Or, you know, Despero put her to sleep right there because I, I think maybe not that he's afraid of her, but, like, she could figure out what he's doing because of her powers. And so I just, I, I just, like, maybe so it's Eobard, almost like he's literally, but we did, hmm, we never saw Barry alone with Cecile. Is that right? Not alone with her, I don't think. Like without no, Despero. yes, 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 yes. Because uh, when they were in the office together, when Despero showed up in the office together, but Despero was there. A, a physical or a, a mental manifestation of him was there, right? And she and so picked up think, on it. You think he was there to to act as defense so that Cecile wouldn't figure out what's going on with Barry, like what what Despero is doing to Barry? Yeah, he was keeping an eye on Barry, right? And he's like, "Oh, Barry is with the empath. I got to get up in here before she notices something's wrong." Interesting. And didn't she like? mention something about Barry like are you okay and then all of a sudden he's like who are you talking to oh wow there's something weird in this room oh what's going on oh it's Despero so any of that weird psychic stuff that I was feeling earlier gotta be Despero right not the veil that's been pulled over everyone's eyes okay and since Cecile's connection with Joe is so strong yeah especially because she's an empath like you know that would be you know it it might be easier to you know uh, emotionally and mentally manipulate her because of her abilities, because he's such a powerful psychic. Like, you know, he even said manip- like the empath, like he was, he was expecting her. Yes. The empath. That's what he said. And he's like, Ooh, he put, her, Bell, he put okay. her to sleep. He put her huh. to sleep. Like that was the thing because he, I, I think I'm like, I, I, again, I don't think he's scared of her or worried about her. Um, other than the fact that she might be able to suss out what he's doing. I think, I think he power level wise, I think he's fine uh, in, in wow. dealing with Cecile, but, I think she is the one wrench that uh, that can be thrown in his plans. Wow. Okay. I, because I, if it, if uh, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. psych, yeah, like if this is a psychic veil, and um, um, you know, Cecile gets wind of it, like she might have the ability to pull Team Flash out of it. 
Interesting. Okay, that that's mm, that makes to- that that makes total sense. But I, I, <sighs> there's just been so much emphasis on on his psychic prowess, on on Despero's psychic prowess. That there has to be something going on with that. And I think Zotar was kind of a red herring thrown in there to be like, oh well, maybe maybe Zotar's whammy effect is still is still lingering with him because she said earlier that I've had my fingers in your mind for a while. Blah 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 blah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and so it kind of reminds me of, and I think it's okay to spoil this because this game has been out for like a decade, but uh, what was it? Arkham City, where like the Joker, you know, quote unquote, dies midway through, and then you find out it was all a fake out, but then he actually does die at the end. of it. So yeah. you have kind of like, oh, it's a psychic illusion, but then it's not a psychic illusion. So that if it's later revealed that it actually is a psychic illusion, then it's like your brain kind of already dismissed it. But it actually should never have dismissed it <laughs> or something because like, like yeah, because like imagine if Despero has Joe, you know, trapped somewhere. And so as kind of like reassurance and like yeah. so he knows that that Joe dying is good. It will, will break Barry with all this other stuff that's piled up on it. Right. And so if the the little, you know, psychic misdirection is, is lost and everybody's like Joe's still alive. Bam. Despero kills Joe. Yeah. No, I, I you sold me, man. I think I think you're spot on. I think that makes a ton of sense. Although I do, oh, you're not gonna like this. I do kind of hope that they they kill Joe by the end of it. Get, get no, no, no. I, I I'm 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 agreeing with you. Like, but I like that's what I I think. Yes, Joe sounds bad. Joe needs to go. He needs uh, to go. <laughs> Joe needs to go. Hashtag Joe needs to go. I don't want it to. I love him. He he's been he's been like the heart and soul of this show for all eight seasons, right? Right. Like Papa Joe's sit down, you know, Papa Joe talks are just they're they're gold. Every single Jomans, I believe. Jomans, yeah. The the Jomans are just they're fantastic. And like that's the thing though, you know, like Barry's progressed to a point where he's more confident, he's more powerful. Um, he doesn't necessarily like he doesn't need Joe there to guide him anymore. Right. He's become his own man. Exactly. And that's because of Joe. And so really, like like you were saying earlier, Joe's usefulness, his utility has kind of been drawn out. That's why we haven't seen him a lot uh, in, you know, last last season and stuff. And so, yes, I think Joe needs to go, but they can't kill him off screen and not give him some kind of big emotional send off. Yes, they could go back in time and Barry could like, you know, witness his death then and and and, and something like that. But like, I like, I don't know. That just feels kind of uh, because no one else on the team can experience it. Right. Like we, we don't we don't get to see anyone else's reaction unless unless he goes yeah. back and interacts with the previous okay. versions of, of everyone else. You know, it just you know, it, it was kind of like um, uh, the what did, what do we it was the you had some problems with the way that Cisco went out. Well, it wasn't the way that Cisco went. out. It was the way that Wells went out when that's when right. Cisco when Wells went out. That's yeah, right. Cisco yes. didn't get to say bye to Wells. Yeah. And so, like, you know, if Iris doesn't get to say goodbye to her dad, come on. You can't. No, you're right. No, you're right. Well, I would assume when I say like, you know, the moment would be back in time, I would I would imagine that it would be for both of them, you know, that they would both. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's it's always kind of weird to me to have like emotional moments with characters on their previous selves and not like, quote, the real one in 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 time. Yeah. You know, like like not not the modern uh, incarnation of them. That It feels weird to me and it feels kind of cheap. That's why I that's why I feel like there's like Joe's. I think he's going to die. But they have to give him a moment and they have to give the team the moment uh, or, or at least the, the, you know, Cecile, Iris, Barry, right? Like they have, right, to, the they have to have yeah. the family. Yeah. And like the kid, have have, by the way, the kid got a, ma- a name drop this episode. 
to see oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kid I, whose name yeah. I forget. It's not. I, I forgot too. I was, I was like, what kid? It's like Barry's <laughs> kids didn't come. Oh yes, Cecile and Joe have a baby. I totally That's forgot right. about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, That's there, right. there are members of Team Flash who have have connection with with Joe and like like Cisco even like Cisco needs to be there. Well, um, I don't Wally. Know will you know, be, he's but... got a son. I mean, like, there's there's Wally? more. You know, you know, the yeah. Like, there are people who need to be there, um, for this to. To be meaningful and impactful, I feel you, you can't just and kill like, him. yeah, and killing him off screen, and then having Barry go, go back in time and witness it back then, you know, and and it just be a Barry moment, or we witness the team in the past, and like, I, it, I, it feels kind of cheap to me. Like, I think it needs to be in the present when we have that send off. I, I think um, it fits. I think it could work, but I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, and honestly, you've sold me on your your theory. So we'll we'll see how it all plays out. All yeah, right, because like, I, I think I think it will be interesting to see like which members of the justice league Barry could convince that like something is wrong in which that they can't. So it's like team flash mixed, like, you know, joining up with maybe some justice leaguers and Barry with the other justice leaguers. And they're, they're, you know, kind of all fighting each other. Like they're fighting Despero. Um, they're the uh, team flash and the, and the other jailers are fighting the, the, you know, Barry's JL and like stuff like that. Like, I think, I think it'll be really mm-hmm. interesting to kind of see, um, what we have going on there kind of like you know injustice right like because very even said injustice at the end of the at the end of the episode yeah you know, fighting injustice yeah and so like i i don't feel like we're gonna have a, a crazy berry injustice storyline like like in the game right like the superman goes crazy right you know we're not gonna have that but i feel like that may be what they're trying to like you know hint at sort of like you know oh, babe, barry is going crazy and he's gonna do the injustice thing and it's like no 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 no, no. barry is the only not crazy one here and everyone else is being manipulated <laughs> and it's gonna be up to barry to convince everyone the Despero is the real bad guy and yeah. the Joe's alive. I mean, I do think so that the in, like, injustice was more of like, what's going on injustice. And then like, you know, black lightning's like, Oh man, we need to get the league together. You know, like, you know, the justice. Yeah. 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 That was like the, the rallying cry or whatever. Yeah. 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 You, you ever seen that video? It's like the little kid and the, uh, He's in a Batman suit and, and, his, and his mom's like, you know, what do you want for dinner? And it shows him kind of disappear and pop up right behind her and go justice. And then like, <laughs> chokes her out. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, I've not seen that. It's hilarious. I'll send it to you. Yeah, do do that. Hey, this is Patrick Sabongi, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. That's the sound of the police in the hood. All right, man, we got some uh, listener feedback in. Uh, Fox McCloud, uh, boy, Fox, of course, uh, Flash Crafter, by the way, about to be a Bat Crafter coming here uh, this, this next week, actually. Uh, tweeted in saying that he can it cannot be true. Hashtag where is Joe West? I think that, that does kind of like I feel like that's the sentiment right there is that it cannot be true. It might be, but if you're uh, I'm I'm on Team Bell, I don't think it is, but it might be still by the end of the end of the crossover. <laughs> we'll see. <what> <laughs> yeah, by the end of the crossover, I think yes for sure, but right now, no. Yeah. We also got an iTunes review in, by the way, from uh classic S Wave, who writes in the last airbender. Uh, great Flash podcast. I see you guys are switching things up. I just wanted to throw Avatar The Last Airbender into the ring for the shows that you cover. Uh, and this was the only way I could think to contact you. I found this podcast at the beginning of the pandemic when I had to start a new factory job. The podcast got me through some long, gruesome days. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, but yeah, Avatar. All right. Uh, classic S-Wave. Um, great or classic Suave. Oh, well, that makes a lot more sense, doesn't it? <laughs> or suave, suave. I, mean, suave. I think, it, yeah, suave. I don't. Know. But yeah, that's that's a that's another vote for Avatar, right? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so this is interesting. So Avatar is going to be coming out in a live action. Um, I thought we may have already talked about this, but might, might as well uh, re- readdress it. I had this kind of, kind of a cool idea. The Avatar thing, it's going to be live action. It's going to be coming to Netflix. I think when it does that, you and I should definitely cover it. I, I, was, I, I had this other idea, though, with the cartoon, you know, uh, longtime listeners who've enjoyed our, our Grandma Esther's Eggnog and Do's Christmas Call and Extravaganzas have gotten to hear uh, my kids from time to time for Kid Flash TV talk. And uh, my kids are also like hugely into the, uh, the, the Avatar thing. So I thought I might, uh, you know, bring up one of my kids for, to do the cartoon with. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and that means you're off the hook for a couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you and I will still be there that week. It just might be a bonus episode that week as we cover uh, as a kind of a, a kid TV talk uh, covering the a- a- Avatar uh, animated series. Well, I, I I will also say this though, uh, we we should both definitely watch the animated show uh, for for compare and contrasts for yes. uh, for for the live action because I I've actually been watching Cowboy Bebop the live action and I stopped halfway through and I'm rewatching. Cowboy it makes Bebop. you want. I'm sure. All right, we're gonna do that. All right, so let's 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 cover this right now. Right, we got we got three more parts of this uh, five part event that we're covering leading up to the holidays. Uh, there is going to be a break in the flash, and during that time, man, we are going to be doing some Boba, uh, book of Boba Fett TV talk. We're going to be doing some Cowboy Bebop TV talk. We'll be doing Cowboy Bebop as a, an entire uh, season or series retrospective for the live action show. Can't wait to talk about that with you, man, because I've got mm, thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I've been, I've, I will say that I have been enjoying it overall, like regardless of be they negative or positive thoughts, because I got both, but I have, uh, holistically been enjoying it, but it does make you want to watch the anime. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway, a lot of great content coming your way here from TV talk. Um, and yeah, I think that is going to do it for us for this week, but you can head over and share your thoughts as you were watching this Armageddon, uh, uh five part mini series. What do you call it? A mini series. What are we calling this? Volume, uh, I guess the internal t- the thing is volume, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we did volumes last season for you know, crisis and 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 blood work and like you know all those different kinds of yeah. I think I think volumes work. I think that's right. I think that's right. Listen, the Flash is back. It is good. It is probably better than it has been never. Like it is really really good right now. So yeah. it yeah. has been an absolute pleasure covering uh, Armageddon, and we look forward to joining you. Uh, yeah, in just a few days to talk about part three. Uh, tweet us your thoughts as you are watching live. You can use the hashtag Flash TV Talk, but of course you can follow us at tvtalk.fm. Nope, at tvtalk.fm. Uh, you can also find all of our information at tvtalk.fm. We are the TV Talk Podcast, the official podcast of tvtalk.fm. I am Bo. He is Bell. That's going to do it for us for this week, but don't worry. We'll be back in a flash.